What is going on, world? And welcome to the What You Got podcast, where we talk topics A to Z and everything in between. I'm Jordan Palmer, joined as always by Charlie Bud. And here we are after a long year prepping for the big night Oscars 2022. As movie lovers, it's always fun to roll the dice and throw your support behind a nominee. So today, we're giving our official predictions for some of the Academy Awards top categories. Charlie, I know typically we'll go head-to-head in this endeavor, along with the psychic herself, Laura. So I'm interested to hear which nominees caught your eye. Without further ado, bud, what you got? Well, Palmer, where do you want to start? Do we want to go by alphabetical? Like, do we want to go down the list on the Oscars website of starting with actor in a leading role? Or did you have a specific category in mind that you wanted to go I'm for? I'm perfectly content with going down, just down the line. Okay, let's do it. Let's start with actor in a leading role here. And uh, the nominees are Javier Bardem for being in Being the Ricardos, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith for King Richard, and Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Palmer, what you got here? Who is? What did you think of all these actors? Did you see every movie listed here? Is there one that you didn't? I did see everyone listed with the exception of Tick, Tick, Boom. Sorry, Andrew Garfield. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll get around to it. But I, I honestly did it because I didn't want to be swayed beyond the point. Of, you know, I've, I've come to actually understand, and this is, let's take a step back to last year, when I watched every single movie, mm-hmm. when we went head to head, and this is out of five, I didn't come in first, I didn't come in second. I didn't come in third or fourth. <laughs> I came in fifth. I came in dead last. And I, I was on it. I know. It hurt. It hurt. So this year I was like, I'm taking a different approach. I'll pick my person, go with my heart, and then just ride it out. So this right. year, um, my nominee, my prediction for actor in a leading role, is Mr. Will Smith for King Richard. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would 100% agree with you here. Uh, I have seen every one of these movies that the actors are uh, nominated for. Um, and I think Will Smith just kind of absolutely killed it in uh, King Richard there. I, I think he was definitely the best. Um, I think Andrew, I mean, you know, I think a dark horse could be Andrew Garfield or Denzel Washington. Um, mm. And it's not to say that Javier Bardem and Benedict Cumberbatch didn't do a great job in these respective films. I just think, you know, especially like Denzel and Andrew Garfield, I don't know. Something really just start, struck me as their performances. But I think Will Smith is the one who's going to take it this year for. Uh, King Richard watched that movie this past weekend, really, really enjoyed it. And um, he was just phenomenal in it. So I think this is, this is the year for Will Smith. Glad to hear you liked it, man. And honestly, I'm actually surprised speaking of like snubs, we'll, we're about to get to the category, but <laughs> the movie had a number of wonderful performances. And one of my like favorite actors like right now is John Bernthal, who was the coach in the movie mm-hmm. of uh, like the later coach of Venus I thought he deserved a nod at least for his role because he he has the ability to change who he is, just like how you see him because he's the Punisher. He was in um, Wind River. Mm-hmm. He was also in um, Wolf of Wall Street, and then he's a completely different guy, like some high socks, short shorts, tennis coach. So no, yeah, he's got a wide him. range. John Bernthal, I always think, does a great job in every, any movie that he's in, and I like I want him to get more recognition because I think he is very talented and like i was surprised to see him in this movie i didn't know he was in it 
and I was like, oh my god, is John Barenthal? I like, I love this guy, um, and he was great. I thought so too. I thought he was. I thought he really did a good job, <clears throat> and yeah, possible snub. I think that guy's definitely got a future. You know, he's getting roles for sure, and I think people know who he is. But like, it's just one of these days, man. One of these days, he's gonna have like an excellent role. But like, yeah, you're right. Thinking about like his wide, such a wide range that he had. He was even in. He was in The Walking Dead early, early seasons of that really? show. Yeah, that's when I. That's where I like found him, I guess. And that was like, the first time I really saw his performance. I like that comes to mind, I guess. Uh, and he's in like the first two seasons of that show but i i mean that show's not good but the first two seasons are good so there you go um savage yeah uh <laughs> anyways but yeah I, I i um he does have a really wide range and i was excited to see him in the movie he did a really good job possible snub possible snub but well you can talk about that a little bit as we get into the supporting role as the next category here so we have oh, i'm gonna totally put this uh syrian hins for belfast troy kotzer for coda jesse plemons for the power of the dog jk simmons for being the ricardos and cody smith mcphee for the power of the dog who do you got here palmer okay actor in a supporting role you know what i think history is about to be made this particular oscars and i'm throwing uh my support behind troy kotzer for coda Okay. Okay. You know that was maybe my pick, but um, that's okay. That's all right. I could also give it to. Uh, I wouldn't say. You know, I feel like I don't think it's gonna be Jesse Plemons. You know, I like him, but I felt like his role was so small in the Power of the Dog movie that I'm just almost like surprised that he's nominated here. Not to say that like there hasn't been roles like I mean, look at. Anthony Hopkins for you know Silence of the Lambs like he was barely in that movie but like I guess in terms of the impact on the actual film of The Power of the Dog Jesse Plemons' character was like almost non-existent to me I don't know if you felt that way when you're watching that movie he just like wasn't really any part of that film at all oh, dude I a hundred percent agree because when they came out with the the nominee I was like oh like that's cool like he, I guess he's in it a lot and then I watched it and I said fascinating fascinating not only is he not in it a lot he just doesn't carry weight at any like pivotal moment in the movie he just doesn't have an impact on it like he drives one he drives forward what becomes like the plot of the movie but it it's like that's it that's all he does and that happens in the first like 20 minutes of the film and like that wasn't even that impactful i guess in the sense of it the sense of it like I don't know. It just felt like a no influence. So I really can't justify him getting like, it's not that he did poorly in his role, but I felt like his performance didn't echo across the film, I guess. Um, Once again, that could have been the spot for JB, but yeah, you know what? could have been, it who, who could have been. Who am I? Yeah, I, oh, I think so too. And uh, yeah, but going back to the other performances, um, Cody Smith McPhee, though, you know, he does a pretty good job in that film. Like, he kind of carries, like, this sinister vibe to him. I don't know. Uh, especially since, like, okay, I want to talk a little bit about the dog. So, a little spoiler territory here for anybody who hasn't seen it. But, like, he, like, totally straight up intentionally murdered Benedict Cumberbatch, right? Like, 
He yeeted him, bro. He <laughs> yeeted. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because I was when I was watching, I was like, oh, like I thought they weren't supposed to touch dead animals. And then I was doing the math and I was like, oh, this is how he's gonna get them. Yeah. And he did. Mm-hmm. It's exactly was what he did. Smooth, but goodness gracious. Very smooth. And he was a med student, knew his stuff. Knew his stuff. Um but like, yeah, and it, it, it just shows like I don't know. His performance is really great. You know, I might go with him. Um, Syrian Hens, you know, like I'm definitely pronouncing his name wrong, but like uh, he does a good job. But I kind of like the same thing with like Jesse Plemons. I think it's I don't know. Maybe I maybe I'm wrong there. I don't know. I felt like with Belfast, though, like. (sighs) What did you think about his performance? Let's just go. I will say he he's what he's one of my two dark horses. So okay. 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 Yeah, it's a good I won't mod, say, I won't compare him to Jesse Plemons cuz I think now that I'm thinking about it I don't think that's a fair comparison. Um I you think should. he does carry more weight in that film especially when he like talks to um his grandson and his and the interactions with his, with his grandson I think are like one of the most touching and like heartwarming moments in the film and um Especially just like with his family at all, like in general. So, uh, I could see him being a dark horse winner as well. I can see that, but I will say I don't. I mean, J.K. Simmons, love you, but I don't think this is your year. Is this your other dark horse? This was my other dark horse, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. I, so I like J.K.'s. Obviously, I like J.K. Simmons. Um, they love biopics just across the board. And the crazy thing is, I didn't know who he was playing initially. He was playing Fred from um, I Love Lucy. Okay. When he was performing, like, he, I was like, that's that's exactly what the guy was like. And I think his, he was the only one also that I, I found to be genuinely funny in the movie. <laughs> uh, I thought some being the Ricardos, but, um, but yeah, no. So he he was genuinely funny, and I thought that he was able to. The part allowed him to kind of show multiple sides to a single character. Mm-hmm. So I thought, if anything, that would give him the grounds to maybe slide in there as a dark horse. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. My dark horses were like Cody Smith McPhee, uh, or I don't know. I guess my pick is I. I wanted to say Troy Coster is going to win, and my dark horse is Cody Smith McPhee. And okay. um, but I could see J.K. Simmons winning because he's a really good actor, like a very good actor. And you're right; he was easily the funniest character in uh, the movie. <laughs> Um, cause I don't know, Jackie Simmons has done comedy, like I guess. And, uh, he just got that good comedic timing and he's got like that. I don't know if you watch whiplash, even though he's like an absolute asshole in that movie. Um, he's like weirdly darkly funny, I guess in that movie. It's just, uh, absolutely. but, um, yeah, so the, that's my pick. I'm going to, I'm going to say that it's Troy concerts probably going to win but if i had to put it down on paper for you know if i was a betting man cody smith mcphee okay that's kind of your dark horse pick right there cody smith's your number two all right that's a good call Mm -hmm. oh man i guess with that who do you got for the actress in a leading role i'm curious bud oh so the nominees are jessica chastin for the eyes of tammy faye olivia coleman for the lost daughter penelope cruz uh for parallel mothers nicole kidman for being the ricardos and Kristen stewart for spencer so this is like the one category i don't think i've seen most of the movies in um i haven't i haven't seen like i've only really seen one of these honestly <laughs> so in brown uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I uh, and that's gonna have to be. I think Nicole Kidman did a really good job as playing Lucy. Um, so I'm gonna have to just say Nicole Kidman because I can't speak for anyone else. All right. So I haven't seen anything. I saw the Be in the Ricardos, and that was the only one I saw. But I am going to choose a different nominee. I am throwing my support behind Miss Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Do you have a reason for that? You haven't seen the movie. Just have a feeling, bud. Just an instinct. An instinct, yeah. I feel bad. Now. I didn't realize that because I didn't really look at what movies were nominated for actors in a leading role that none of them were like in the best picture because I focused on trying to knock out all the best pictures first. Um, and I didn't I'll tell you this. see any of these. I've gotten it wrong for the last two or yeah the last two go rounds i think so mm-hmm. i called viola davis and was it the year before was that uh olivia coleman or was that somebody else uh, oh no olivia coleman did win i think for the favorite back in like 2019 or something oh you're right there was one in between i forget who it was actually it might not have been it might have been canceled possibly no they had the, all- the no no it was um renee zellweger for yes uh, Judy. Still haven't seen it. Nor have I, but she won. So I'm like, you know, this is a I can't I can't miss because I always miss in this one. So I'm going against my common sense in this and just gonna say Jessica Chastain. Okay. We'll move on to the supporting role, which apparently this Lost Daughter movie <laughs> is, you know, got good performances in it. But we got yes. uh, Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story, Judy Dench in Belfast. Uh, Kirsten, I didn't realize that was Judy Dench until just this moment. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, oh Kirsten gosh, Dunst dude. in The Power of the Dog and Anju. I, I, I am sorry. Anju I don't know. Ellis. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. For King Richard. All right, Palmer. So, who do you got for actress in the supporting role? Okay. Cracking the knuckles. For this particular category, I'm going with Ariana DeBose, West Side Story. We're going to see the third time that someone will win an Oscar for the same part as someone else. <laughs> when they, they won an Oscar for. Yeah. I know. I watched West Side Story, and I have to say, I wasn't... I mean, I've seen iterations of West Side Story before. Can I say I'm super familiar with it? No. But I didn't really like the Steven Spielberg adaptation of it. Sorry, Charlie. Are you saying that Stevens, the Steven Spielberg, yeah. did not turn in a movie of notable quality? All I got to do is say, hey, he also did Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I think that's what I was, that's, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> the guy is a hit or miss director these days. I feel like he's just doing everything, and this is just kind of weird to me that he even did this film. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I feel like in his old age, he just wants to be like, I want to do a musical. Is this his first musical? I have no idea. He's made too many movies for me to say that if this is his first musical or not. Um, I can't I remember like another movie that it could have been possibly a musical that he could have done. I don't know if it's a musical. I don't think it is, but he did the color purple. I don't that's think that's a musical. Think. Okay, okay. I didn't, I didn't think so. I haven't seen <laughs> it. I didn't think so. Um, oh, man. Okay, if you're not going with Ariana DeBose, who are you going with? Um, hmm. uh, I don't know. This is a tough category for me. I, 
No, I don't know. I, part of me wants to go with Kirsten Dunst. Um, part of me wants to go with that. Tell me about it, bud. Tell me about it. I just thought her kind of, like, I don't know, her, like, torment that she was kind of that, I guess, Benedict Cumberbatch's character was playing on her and how that affected her well-being and, like, the people around her and, like, her life around her and how, like, she was playing this, like, almost, uh, I don't know, I I thought she was doing a really good job of, like, playing a character who was just kind of, like, literally losing her mind um, at the literal psychological torture that Benedict Cumberbatch's character was doing and also just she couldn't fathom the fact that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch or like Phil I think is the name and was like hanging out with her son all the time or like, or like that he didn't have like a malicious intent to it I just like loved how she was even trying to like scheme through all of that heart like all of that torture that she was like under like going through and like trying to sell his hides and everything like it was just like this game of tug of like a tug of war game between the two of them and i thought she played it really well uh so nice. yeah you, you made me you made, you're making me a believer i'm, I'm still gonna go with around to both but you're making okay. me a believer okay also she really she turned to the bottle in the movie she turned to the bottle and she sold that so i give it to her <laughs> ariana debose did a pretty did a pretty good job i will say i think the scene that really like cemented it for me was the like the ending scene that her performance is really good like when she's got the gun on chino and everyone else and chino (laughs) how many bullets do i have chino how many will i have left after i kill all of you Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude. I think it's a good character to play if you're It is a good character. It is a good character to play. Um but yeah. So did you have a dark horse pick for this category? Oh. Dude, I haven't seen Lost Daughter, so I can't say it. I'm gonna say my dark horse is actually going to be Judy Dench. I love Don Janu Ellis in King Richard, but I just don't think she necessarily had the screen time she needed with the part that she was playing to really drive home I, that she I agree. I think she had some good moments, but I also didn't mm. think she had enough screen time as well to really drive home the kind of impactful force that she could have portrayed in that film. Like, I'm sorry to say, Will Smith kind of like stole that thunder pretty much from like everybody in that movie. Um, I can see Judy Dench uh, winning that. I think she did a really good job in Belfast. I can see it. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And she, yeah, she became more of a, a pivotal character as the movie went on. Yeah. I'll say that without spoiling anything. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Perfect. Oh, yeah, that ending scene. Tearjerker. I know, dude. I was in my feels. I was in my feels. Right in the feels. Okay. <gasps> okay, I'm sorry. I'm good. <laughs> um, all right. Animated feature film. Encanto. Mm, Flea. Luca. Mitchell's vs. the Machines and Rhea and the Last Dragon. Now, I have not seen Flea or the Mitchell's vs. the Machines. I really wanted to watch these movies. I did see all the Disney ones, though, because I guess I'm a shill for Disney. Um, <laughs> but what are your thoughts here, Palmer? Did you see everything on the animated feature? or film? Yeah, the animated film. I saw everything with the exception of Flea. Okay. Yes, okay. and so with all of that collected knowledge... 
I'm going to say that my pick is, and this is probably a surprising one for you, maybe. Pick is the Mitchells versus the Machines. I knew you were going to say that. I had a ah, feeling that you were going to say the Mitchells versus the, versus the Machines. Why? Why is that? What makes it so much better than the Disney contenders? And for, I think well, that I guess you can't comment on Flea. Yeah, I can't comment on Flea, but I think Disney they 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 have the recipe and they know how to hit it. But I think the Mitchells versus the Machines is something new. A, it incorporated problems we all deal with now. Mm-hmm. Coupled with the fact that, um, you know, they had technology segued into there as kind of the, the backdrop for the story. And at the end of the day, it was just kind of this this tale of family and change. And especially now, as I mean, we're getting out of the pandemic and getting back to regular life and trying to, to be normal. I think that it really drove that point home. And I think a lot of people could relate to that. So and also the animation was great. Good soundtrack. Um, and it was entertaining. So I'll go with Mitchell's Mercy Machines. I'll have to watch it. Uh, I do want to watch the rest of the films that I haven't seen by the time the Oscars come around, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. Um, My pick, I don't know. I guess I've only seen the Disney movies, and I want Luca to win because I really like that movie out of the three of these that I've seen. Wow, my camera's already dead. Um, That's unfortunate. (laughs) I didn't charge the battery long enough, I guess. Um... Hold on one sec. All right. Uh, but I can I can kind of see if, you know, if a Disney movie were to win, and I kind of have a theory that I don't think any of them are, uh, I would pro- it would probably go to Encanto out of all, the th- all three of these, uh, mostly because there's just a lot of big names behind it, and I think it ha- it's a musical as well. But it's going to be kind of like a, a very popular um a uh, popular pick amongst you know the academy i think they kind of like musicals and i also think they like lin-manuel miranda who wrote the music so that's a reason why i think Encanto could possibly win even though i think luca is the better film overall i think it's a little bit more heart it's a more heartwarming movie it's also is it fair to say more narrow in its scope it's not like some grandiose kind of thing and i like that about it um Definitely. More than in Kato and Ray and the Last Dragon, I think have Ray and the Last Dragon, I think is a big scope, and uh, it's just you know not necessarily it's not necessarily like a bad thing, but I don't think it does a great job with the pacing. And then in Kanto, really only has like one or two settings to be honest, but it also kind of has like this very big like uh, you know. I don't know what they call it, but like this, this whole magical thing. It's okay. I had nothing yeah. against it. I really liked the movie. Just, I liked, I liked Luca as it was kind of like the set in, like it was an established way of the world that like, you know, uh, mermaids or whatever, sea people kind of like sea creatures existed and like blended with the humans. And it was just kind of like accepted reality. Whereas Encanto was literally created, <laughs> during mm, the movie that magic was even a thing so um i don't know i liked that more about luca than i did versus Encanto. however with disney's latest controversies and the whole florida bill thing i can see that like the academy kind of just quote-unquote boycotting disney and going for something like mitchell's versus the machines i don't know maybe Sorry. i'm metagaming it a little bit too much but uh 
because I think a lot of the Academy will probably just ignore that aspect of it and focus more on the artists rather than the corporate entity that was supporting the don't say gay bill in Florida. So uh, I need a context and there you go. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what in the Florida thing? Yeah. 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 Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Then we're all, we're all behind Mitchell's and machines today. We actually, I, yeah, yeah. I'll still go with Luca as the one I want to pick. And, uh, I don't know. This could all change when I put this down pen to paper, but, um, right. game time decisions. And, uh, but right now I think Luca is the, is what I would love to win, but I could see, uh, Encanto winning. Okay. Perfect. 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 Yeah. If it is a Disney movie, I imagine it will be in Canto, but I, I agree. I liked Luca better. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Shall we get into cinematography? Let us get into cinematography, bud. All right. The nominees are Dune, or Greg Frazier for Dune, Dan Lauston for Nightmare Alley, Ari Wegner for The Power of the Dog, Bruno Del Bonnell for The Tragedy of Macbeth, and Janusz Kamenski for West Side Story. I probably butchered all those names, so I apologize. <laughs> I think you're good, bro. <laughs> what are your thoughts oh, there, Palmer? This is honestly one of the most stacked categories for me. I, yeah, I my heart says Dune, but Tragedy Macbeth was yeah. really, really good. And I'm sure you're gonna throw some, uh, some, some clout behind the power of the dog. So I, it's a toss up. Honestly, I think if Dune's going to win anything, I don't know if cinematography is still considered like a, a major category. I think it is, think yeah. Is, okay, perfect, perfect. a major category. It's not part of the big five, but I'm going with Dune as my pick. Okay, this is a tough one for me because I haven't seen Nightmare Alley, to be, to be frank, but for the one, I've seen every other movie here. Um this to me is either going to be tragedy of Macbeth or Dune. I think those were the most, I think those were the best movies in terms of their cinematography in this category. Uh, Dune blew me away with its, uh, um, with its cinematography, but so did tragedy of Macbeth. I actually really liked tragedy of Macbeth, the way the visuals of tragedy of Macbeth so, so much. I remember when we did the episode on it, that was like one of the things I really praised about the movie. And that's why I think it's going to win as much as I want Dune to win, because I think Dune looks spectacular. I think it is such a beautifully shot film. Um, but I don't know. I think Tragedy of Macbeth edges out a little bit ahead of Dune for me on uh, the cinematography level. I'm going to agree with you. That, like, ah, it's it's a hard pick because I, I yeah. like I, I love Dune and I. Like you said, and they were fortunate in that they were able to go across so many different, you know, mm -hmm. landscapes and whereas the tragedy of Macbeth, and as we talked about in the tragedy of Macbeth episode, they're more or less in this very, very small setting. And I know that mm -hmm. it was like kind of like an artistic, but you can tell it was just kind of built in one warehouse mm -hmm. and they just kind of kept it kept it in there. But in that, just the level of detail, and I think they really helped to heighten just the viewing experience for the entirety of the film just like mm -hmm. they crafted a whole world and that was kind of the medium i think that it was really told through was the cinematography so i'm very surprised it was not nominated for best picture um but i think that was part of what could have gotten it nominated in the first place yeah that is kind of i think this movie might have been snubbed a little bit for the best picture but I agree. especially when you when we'll get to it we'll definitely get to it but <laughs> okay, we'll get there's to definitely it. a movie on there that shouldn't be on there 
All right. Um, costume design. So do we want to talk about costume design real quick? Because in my opinion, I think there's only one real answer here. And what you're uh, going to say. And uh, so the nominees are Cruella, Serrano, Dune, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. Now, I think it would be an absolute crime if Dune didn't win in costume design. I'm just sorry to anyone out there who's listening and liked the other movies, but there's no chance that the still suits alone like don't win Dune at costume design award. I was thinking about the Harkin first off the Sorry Car also. Mm-hmm. The Harkening get up. Yep. Um for like what the Baron, I was like, wow, that was he had a lot of class like I mean it's like everything, makeup and everything for that was good, but just that on top of it really helped to accentuate the character. Mm-hmm. But I'm I've become you know, aware of how the Academy thinks. So I can't, I can't throw my support behind Dune. You can't. And it kills me. It kills me. What inside, can you possibly say is. I'm going to say it was the, it is not appreciated now, but will soon be known as one of the classics in this director's uh, filmography. A side story. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 oh no yeah dude yeah dude that's what i'm saying i mean by going by that law i feel like i know what logic you're going for here and i think if you go by that logic oh it's not even nominated never mind i was gonna say licorice pizza but it's not nominated good it's good that it wasn't nominated. <laughs> um which i mean to be fair what was there to nominate they didn't really wear anything fancy um but I don't know. West Side Story, I can kind of see that. I can. I truly can kind of see it. Um, I still think Dune is going to win. I There's just no shot, in my in my opinion, that Dune doesn't win that. And I you know, I hope I'm not proven wrong, is all I'm saying. I hope you're not, too. But I just I have a dark suspicion. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're getting down to... I feel like we can probably skip the documentaries and the... Do you um, want to hold off on directing for now? No, we're going to get to... We'll do directing next. We'll do directing. But, you Let's know, go to I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. Okay. Um, so we got Belfast or Kenneth Bram. How do you even say his last name? Kenneth uh, Branagh? Branagh? Uh, I don't know. Sure. Sure. That guy. That him. Uh, you know, the, the dude from the second... Oops. Uh, Harry Potter movie. <laughs> oh, was it? I thought Christopher Columbus directed both of the first and second. No, no, no. He's the actor. He's an actor in that. In the second. <gasps> oh, you're right. He's Gilderoy Lockhart. Yeah, he's Lockhart. But okay, Lockhart is nominated for best director for <laughs> Belfast. There you go. Uh, Ryusuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza. Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog. And Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. There he is. There he is. Okay. Okay. So this is surprising to me because this is me. This is to me. This is the Academy basically picking the top five contenders for best picture, in my opinion. I think that's usually how it goes. It's very rare when a director and best picture, like for a movie, doesn't like go hand in hand. I know it, it happened relatively recently. 
but it doesn't usually. So, with that being said, and usually the best picture still goes to another movie that had a best director nominee. Anyway, if they're if it if it's not the same movie. Um so, with that said, Palmer. Who do I, you have before here? I, before I get into it, I just need to say there was a snub. Who's the snub? snub. Evil new. Oh, dude, I do agree there. There was a little bit of a snub. Probably knocked good old Steven Spielberg off of this list. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is a West Side Story is a classic, and Steven Spielberg will all be regarded for it. So don't you don't you talk ill of my guy. So you liked Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, by the sounds of it. Charlie, that no, no. (laughs) 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 Say that I did. <laughs> I am uh, being facetious, as they say. <laughs> oh yes. Oh man. Not that. It wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't a. It bad was very movie. okay. Yeah, it was, it, it, it'll. If you just if you just want to watch something, if you like West Side Story, maybe. <laughs> maybe just maybe i mean if you like west side story then yeah check it out see if you like that iteration of it but <laughs> you didn't even say check it out you said maybe <laughs> uh, <laughs> then maybe give it a pass maybe watch maybe, it maybe, whatever you're feeling i don't know it's not a must it's not a must um <laughs> but with that okay being said i just want it known this is not my pick. This is my anti-pick. This is the person I cannot have win this. Oh, boy. It's going to be the one I probably want to win or have. Probably is. Yeah. It probably is. Paul Thomas Anderson for yep. Liquor Pizza. That's I do think I, I can see it. I see it right now in my visions. Paul Thomas Anderson accepting the award for Best Director of Licorice Pizza. I'm going to tell you my pick is going to probably beat him. And her name is Jane Campion. Oh. The power of the dog. As much as she wanted to try and like railroad this by calling out the Williams sisters, I know she's probably still going to get the win. So she called out the Williams sisters. Yeah, she was accepting like the Critics Choice Award or maybe it was the SAG Award, and she's like, she said, "Oh, they're so good at like tennis." So she said, "But they don't have to play against the guys." And it was just like, why did you even say that? Like, dude, what is she was wrong trying, with I think, this? Make a joke. I don't. I don't know, dude. Oh, she's like, God. she strikes me as odd. I don't know if you ever saw the piano. Mm. But like, she directed that movie, and uh, I don't know. All I gotta say is just watch that, and I think you'll understand what I mean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I'm now I'm worried. Okay. <laughs> we'll watch. Uh, there's just I don't know. She strikes me as odd, and I've also like I don't know. I don't really guess I know her too much. Other outside the piano, I don't really know her work. Anyways, um. What a weird comment. Was she trying to be funny? No, yeah, I was. Strange. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I was it was, like, she apologized since, but I was like, I don't know. You just you didn't even need to say in the first place. <laughs> was that necessary? Was <laughs> yeah, that necessary, no, Jane? There was like there's a meme, and it was like um, I forget what it was. It was from like the Real Housewives or something. And a woman's like, well, why did she bring me up? And so everybody's been using that to like <laughs> like the Williams is just like, why did you even talk about me? How did I get dragged in this? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, it's like a competition for the films. I don't know. Anyway. Although it was like, do you remember that? Oh, I thought about this the other day. Dane Cook. Remember that guy? Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, he called out Vanessa Hudgens. I forget what it was. It was something about completely unrelated when he was like presenting an award or like receiving one. 
it was just like so unnecessary she wasn't even like thinking about this man and i was like uh that's it it, it was very similar to that oh boy yeah you know dan cook (laughs) i don't know did people find him funny i never found him funny i like only knew him in passing and by that i mean like when he was like not a thing anymore i was like oh I guess there there was a guy named Dan Cook. There were like people who watched him like a lot and would always quote him, and then I would watch his stand up. Like, what? He is not funny. He's just not funny. Um, I feel like I'm a harsh critic to comedy, but not really. Not it's not like I'm a comedy head or anything like that. But it takes it gets me. It takes a lot to get me to laugh. That's all I'm saying. No, that's I. And when you can, I, I have nothing but praise for you. I agree. <laughs> All right, so for me, I think it's going to be Paul Thomas Anderson, although I roll. Jane Campion's probably going to win, but oh. I think Paul Thomas Anderson directed the better film. And Oh, Charlie. Yes. Oh, Charlie. Oh, yes. Um, I think, I mean, I think Licorice Pizza from, like, every aspect of that movie is just superb. It's just so well done. It's such a well-directed film. It's got so much frenetic energy, and I think Paul Thomas Anderson learned so much from his earlier years, and it was kind of a culmination of everything that he learned and put it into this film, and it was excellent. So, are are you Spielberging me right now? I'm Spielberging you right now. I'm not Spielberging you right now, dude. I'm being serious. <laughs> being serious. I'm being Golly, serious. Uh, killing me, dude. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. Being okay. serious. That's all I, can say. I think it's gonna be Paul Thomas Anderson. Episode? Although I could totally see Jane Campion winning. Thank you. Yes. Yes, I can. All right, we can skip over the documentaries. We Uh, want to talk about film editing. Yes, we can. We can. Okay. So the nominees are Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, Power of the Dog, and Tick, Tick, Boom. I think it's going to be Tick, Tick, Boom. Mm, Okay, I didn't see that one. Tell Tell me why. I, um... I don't know. I I think the main reason from what I mean, I watched this so long ago. Um, <laughs> I think the main reason is that it does a. I'm trying to remember. I watched this literally like a month and a half ago, two months ago. Um, okay, I want to say that from what I remember from the film is that it edits, or it edits the film like, kind of like to, like the I don't know. I want to say like the beat of music, but. Does it though? Does it say that? Is that cheesy to say? It might be, but I still think that it's true. It like has this kind of um, rhythm to the film that, which is, I think, an accurate description, especially based on the subject matter. Um, and the reason that the movie has like such a rhythm to it is because of the film editing. And I think the like that is what makes that movie so enjoyable to watch. Is because it has like this, uh, like it's like watching an instrument being played on the screen. Oh, that sounds interesting, dude. Mm-hmm. So I can see it winning. Um, that would be my pick. I could also, I you know, I could see uh, Dune as a dark horse. But what are you? What do you got? I'm actually leaning towards again the power of the dog. Okay. Yeah, I, could I think definitely see this. Is probably gonna be the one that that's probably gonna be the film that wins. 
Um, but uh, tell me why. Why do you think that? I was just thinking about which of these, like, as I've seen, Dune, Don't Look Up, King Richard, and The Power of the Dog. And I was like, which probably streamlined the movie in such a way that they didn't really have too much unnecessary stuff, but they had enough that it was, you know, intercalary chapters that kind of added to if it was tension or suspense or, you know, lightheartedness. And I think that Power of Dog had a pretty good, did a pretty good job of that. Dune, I mean, obviously I want Dune to win. Although, then again, you got Don't Look Up, which, I mean, behind West Side Story is probably my favorite movie of the year. Really? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like, you got me with that, man. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, man. No, I, I'm so behind Power of the Dog right now. <laughs> Oh man, uh, but we'll see. Honestly, because I remember it was like uh, two or three years ago when I think film editing went to Bohemian Rhapsody and everybody was pissed because they were like, "No, that shouldn't have won." And even the guy who won it, I think, has since been like, "Yeah, I probably shouldn't have won." So uh, I don't even remember who who else was in that category for that year. It was like a pretty good field. That's why I was like, there's no, it's funny. Cause somebody asked me, Oh, what is film editing even? And I was like, if you want to know what good film editing is, watch Bohemian Rhapsody and imagine the opposite. <laughs> I was a savage dude. Oh my gosh. I don't remember uh, what else was nominated for that year, but I also couldn't believe that Bohemian Rhapsody even picked up so many nods for seeing as it just like, it was a fun movie to watch, but it wasn't anything to write home about. <laughs> it was like <laughs> Rami Malek did a good job, as he usually does, but like that yeah. was basically the only highlight of the movie was his performance. Yeah, he won his Oscar behind that. He did win his Oscar on off of that. Um so you're saying Power of the Dog, I could see it. You know, I feel like I have a sneaking suspicion that Power of the Dog is going to rack up a lot of rewards uh, come uh, Oscar Sunday. So hmm. uh, for some weird reason, I don't know why I don't even think it was the best film this year, but um, I have a sneaking suspicion that it will. Oh. All right. You want to do makeup and hairstyling or do you want to move on to music? We can move on to music. Maybe we can move on to music. All righty. Let us move on to music, and then I guess we can. Oh, we should probably talk about writing, and yes. and then we'll wrap up with production Picture. design, and then best picture. Excellent. Unless you wanted to do sound. Nah, we can just we can. Okay. Your itinerary. All right. So music, original score. Oh, there's original score and song. Like, wait, what? Okay, and then so original score is "Don't Look Up," "Dune." Encanto, Parallel Mothers, and The Power of the Dog. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I think this is going to go to The Power of the Dog. Mmm, really? Yeah. It just okay, had to, just... The, it had that, I don't know, it had that, like, creepy, like, skin-crawling kind of, like, uh, score to the film at certain points, and I really loved it. It, it was, like, almost kind of, like, an unhinged like fractured uh sound that like just carried it especially um with the escalation of uh, Kirsten Dunst's kind of paranoia and like mental like 
agony that she was going through. I thought that was really well done. And it kind of like set the tone for the kind of the film that it was. It wasn't supposed to be like this romance movie that it was kind of setting up to be in like the third act. It was like a tug of war the whole time. And I thought the score really accompanied the film well. So what do you think here? Banjo in that was a great touch. I oh, was yeah, actually thinking was I was thinking about Dune. Lovely then again, score. I mean, yes, but I know Hans Zimmer's been nominated a bunch of times. Always wins. And honestly, it gets to the point where it's just like he's such a perennial nominee that he'll be nominated, but he probably won't win. So He's like John Williams. Honestly, yes. Yes. Or like Meryl Streep. So honestly, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Power of the Dog, I think, in this one. Yeah. Dark Horse to me would probably be Dune. I haven't seen Parallel Mothers, but I would probably still Dark Horse to Dune because I love this score of Dune. It was really excellent. I think it had like a couple of like weird choices in the movie, like where it just. But I think overall, it was it was excellent. Um, Definitely. Uh, like it was good. It was good. I agree. I agree. Okay, original song. <clears throat> Be alive for from King Richard. I I don't remember that song. Me neither. Me neither. Um, and then, oh God, dos. Uh, you you know Spanish or okay, yeah, yeah, dos oraguitas. Okay, from Encanto. Uh, Down to joy from Belfast. No time to die. From No Time to Die, if you can guessed. <laughs> and then Somehow You Do, from Four Good Days, which I've never heard of that movie. So, uh, what do you got here, Palmer, for the original score? I shan't lie to you, bud. I do not know if I recall any these of these songs i, these <laughs> I don't know which song that is from encanto <laughs> Dude, what is this I was like, what I is like, down to joy i thought all the music in belfast were like actual songs that you know existed already not like some that they wrote for the movie yes agreed although there was i did hear ben morrison's voice but i like don't think he wrote it for isn't he is he dead is he alive uh i don't know looking he is alive he is still kicking he's kicking okay so then shoot I, I'm, I'm throwing my support behind van morrison there you go uh, or actually okay he is my, either my one or two and then i gotta probably imagine because we're going out the pattern adele one for skyfall Sam Smith won for Spectre, so I can see Billy Eilish winning for No Time to Die. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't really know to go here with. I um I could see No Time to Die winning for Billy Eilish and her brother. Um yes. Phineas. I could also see Encanto winning, although I don't remember what that song is. There's so many songs in Encanto, and I don't know the titles to any single one of them. So I have no idea what that song, when that song occurs, what it's about. Who knows? It might be the, I don't know. I'm not even going to surmise to guess, but I'm going to go with Encanto on the best song. Okay, not, not a bad choice. I mean, not a bad choice. All right, why don't we scroll on down to writing adapted screenplay. 
Okay, writing adapted screenplay. Okay, so we got the nominees for Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and The Power of the Dog. Which I didn't know what Power of the Dog was adapted. I thought Jane simply wrote the film. Herself, like it was an original film. But I guess not. Uh, Coda, Drive My Car. Also didn't know Coda was something that was adapted. I thought that was an original film. Actually, no, I think I did hear it was a book before it was. Oh, it was a book. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. All right, so what do you got here? Adapted screenplay. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. I'm probably... See, I know what my heart's saying, and I know what my head's saying. Heart's saying Dune. My head... My head is saying it's the power of the dog. I'm saying the power of the dog. Okay. Um, All right. This is tough. Although I will say that Coda was my favorite movie so that I watched this year, so I would love to see it win. Okay. Okay. I did really enjoy Coda. Uh I might say adapted screenplay. You know, I want to say Dune, not because you know I am a big fan of it, but just because I think they did a phenomenal job of adapting the book. It is a very hard book to adapt and I think they did a really good job. Um, so that's like part of me wants to like say that's just from the sheer like you know task they did and what the result was was impressive. Um, of course, I don't know what the original works are for the other films here, so I can't really say that for sure. Uh, and I don't even think that's how the Academy will measure it. Um, I, you know, I could see Power of the Dog. I would like to see Coda, but I'm still going to just, I'm going to just say Dune. I'm going to stick to my guts here. I'm going to stick to my guns. And just, guns, I'm going to say Dune for best adapted screenplay, but it's probably going to be Power of the Dog. Dune it is. Dune it is. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Original screenplay. Belfast. Don't Look Up. King Richard. Licorice Pizza. And the worst person in the world. Ooh, it's tricky. It's tricky. I mean, what am I talking about? Tricky. Adam McKay is an auteur. He is one of the most prolific writers of, I think, at least a lot like this century. Honestly, he is a. You know, he's. I don't even have words. He's a modern day Adam McKay. Like, there's no one I can even compare him to. Like he, 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 you're comparing he, him to him. I am comparing him to him. Okay, like every other writer up to this point had dreams of being like Adam McKay. <laughs> Is, am I like Adam, Papa? No, son. <laughs> no one's like Adam. Oh my God! Little kids, little kids these days are watching movies and being like, "No, I want to be a writer just as good as McKay one day." <laughs> Um, you know what's crazy though, and I didn't—you don't see it. Um, surprised because usually he gets nominated. Uh, Aaron Sorkin for um, being the Ricardos did not get nominated. I actually didn't even realize that was a Sorkin film until the end, which is impressive because usually you can smell a Sorkin film from a mile away. 
I like was watching it and I was like, there are parts I'm in it and then parts I'm not. And I wonder why that is. And then <laughs> Flash is He's really like, ah. kind of driven away from his classic Sorkinese dialogue. That's Although I would crazy. still say he kind of has like that quick witted like comebackness in his mm-hmm. films that he like does occasionally. Um which I definitely kind of when I realized that it being the Ricardos was written by him, I like kind of reflected on him like, oh yeah, it does kind of have a little bit of it, but it's not as bad as like something like the West Wing, the social network, or the newsroom. Um so mm. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. original screenplay here. I think it's gonna be licorice pizza. Palmer ah, rolls roll. his eyes. <laughs> oh man, why, uh, bud? Why licorice pizza? I just thought it was a brilliantly written film. I don't know. I really liked all the characters in the movie. I think they all were incredibly interesting. Um, especially the dynamic between um, uh, Alana and uh, Gary. <laughs> I, got, I got to keep muting myself because I'm just <laughs> laughing so hard. Oh my um, but at the same time, I thought all the characters were just incredibly wacky and zany and like, I like the tertiary characters like uh, Bradley Cooper and Sean Penn's characters. They were just absolutely wild and outrageous. Um, There's a lot of really funny moments and a lot of endearing moments as well. And I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned in the film. And uh, so I just thought it was just a well overall. And it was well paced. It was very well paced. Truthfully, I would rather see Don't Look Up. Wow. I mean... It is written by Adam McKay, so. Uh, so you're right, you're right. <laughs> you're right, so I mean, it's, it's understandable <laughs> that I would go with that, you know. <laughs> oh, man, but honestly, I hope that I would love to see King Richard take it. I don't, and this would be like the weird category where the worst person in the world wins. I haven't, like, seen it, haven't really heard a lot about it, but it would be just that kind of dark horse. Where it's like, oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know, I feel like it won't be that. I mean, I haven't seen it, so I can't say that for sure, but. I could see it going to um, King Richard or Licorice Pizza. But then again, I think the true dark horse here is Belfast. Mm, Fair, fair, fair. I was going to ask, so Paul Thomas Anderson hasn't even won a a writing Oscar, has he? No, he's been nominated for like 12 Oscars, man. I don't think he's won a single one. He just doesn't like him. Even though they like him and the fact that they like to nominate him for these awards. Twelve Oscars yeah. and he hasn't won. Honestly, like I don't want the only thing is I don't want him to win for like a bad movie. You know, I don't want him to win like Licorice Piece is one of his best, man. It's one of his best. Charlie. <laughs> your ignorance is oh, No, nothing Charlie. is gonna beat I mean, obviously it's not his number one best film. Come on, that that goes to there will be blood and nothing's going to top course, that. Of course. But I mean, it's just like, it's like the Revenant. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's Leo winning the Oscar for the Revenant. The Wolf of Wall Street was a thing, you know? And this is why the Academy the might make up their 12 year mistake or 14 year oh mistake. Oh my gosh. I don't want to see a makeup. I want to see an urn. <laughs> well, like, we're so sorry we didn't get you the win 
for there will be blood. We know. We messed up. We gave it to No Country for Old Men. For We don't know why. I think we just mixed up the movies because they're both westerns. Shot like a couple <laughs> miles away from each other. <laughs> so we apologize. Even though one's about an oil prospecting devil incarnate and the other is a game of cat and mouse. <laughs> Dude, and Javier Bardem and that was... Yeah, oh, he was so good. He was so I know, good. dude. Um, oh, man. Okay, yeah, so, okay, so you're uh, going I'm going licorice pizza, and you're going King Richard? Yes, indeed. All righty. Yes, indeed. And the dark horse is Belfast. We're the worst person in the world. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, do you want to talk production design, or do you want to just go right into best picture? Do we wrap it up with the Best Picture nominees? I feel like there's a lot to talk about in the Best Picture, but we can do production design if you want. No, let's, let's wrap it up on Best. Let's wrap it on Best Picture. All right. Our nominees for Best Picture are Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Before we get into what we think is, the best film of the year. Do you have anything about this list, Palmer? Any thoughts on the nominees? Um, I just can't help but notice that the tragedy Macbeth is not down there. Uh, So there is that. There There is is that. that. And for some reason, uh, oh, go ahead. Go for it. Go for it. I think I know what you're going to say. Well, I was going to say, like, I don't know if the Academy s- spoiled which ones aren't going to win, but a stunning turn of events. It doesn't seem like West Side Story will win because uh, Maria, played by Rachel Zegler, isn't even apparently invited to the Oscars this year. So I'm not confident that that will make a uh, make a mark this year. Dang. Did not know that. And yes. also Ansel Elgort apparently has um some... Uh been accused of sexual assault so yikes actually i think i did hear about that yes so i think we're gonna count west side story out (laughs) um charlie i actually (laughs) i have a buddy i think i said this in an earlier episode named zach bet me 50 dollars. it was originally 100 but i talked him down because i was like dude i don't want to just take your money at west side story would win so oh. I think I'm gonna be fifty dollars richer oh. after this weekend. I think you probably will be, and he, we can talk about it more. But I do want to say that uh, "Don't Look Up" doesn't deserve to be on here. How dare you? How dare you come <laughs> <laughs> the greatness that is Adam McKay? You, you animal! You. I am an animal. I'm sorry, but that movie is like a six out of ten at best. Okay. And the reason why it's a 6 out of 10 at best is because it is slapping your face satire. And I hate slapping your face satire because to me, that's just not satire. That's just like, I don't know, bad comedy, bad writing. Like, I don't like satire that is so in your face. I like subtlety. I like subtlety. Let Don't pander to a dumb audience, even if. The people in the movie are stupid, and people in life are stupid. Don't pander to stupid people. Let them get smart. Let them think, reflect. I hated that about Don't Look Up, that it was just so in your face that been like, hey, look, look at this real-life comparison we're drawing. 
I'm like, yeah, I understand. You could have not been like, you know, contagion was better satire than you <laughs> ever could be. Yikes. Oh my gosh. I will say this though. I really did like um the big short and some of other Adam McKay's other movies. I don't like I know this was just probably, you know, I only think for COVID. I, I know I've seen a I'm sure I've seen a couple of his films, but I really only think the big short is the only like really good film that he's done. I can't even think of his other movies. Vice uh as well. Uh Vice is also very like meh to me. Hurt me when you say that. You hurt me. <laughs> Christian Bell's great. I mean, yes, 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 yes. But yeah, no, I just there was like a couple of like running like I guess gags. I don't even know what it was, but it was like the the hot scientist, and they kept showing Leonardo DiCaprio, and I was like, look, like there's a good looking man. Maybe like Leo twenty years ago. Like let's let's move this plot forward. We don't need He's to fifty keep, years like, old now, on. guys. Okay. Yeah, I was like, we need to keep harping. And on does that. he let's still just... date eighteen year old supermodels? Maybe, but. <laughs> Charlie climbed my man's personal life into this. I was just saying that I want the plot to move forward. Goodness gracious. <laughs> but uh, no, dude. I mean, so I was just like, ah. And it was honestly, it was a long movie. Like, it didn't it was very long. keep my attention for the entirety of it, unfortunately. It was so silly. So, uh, but it was a Netflix original. So, I mean, not, not to that, to minimize anything, but it's just like, it wasn't like I was stuck in a theater so I could pause it. I could get up and do other things. So that was mm-hmm. cool. Power of the Dog was a Netflix movie too, so yes, it was. Yes, it was. Oh man, and that was uh, that was interesting. That was very. What do you think about that? When you think it's got a shot there, but you know, I think it is the true dark horse of the film of the year. You know, I I have a weird feeling it's probably going to win Best Picture. I don't think it's the best film this year. Um, personally, as we all know, I think Licorice Pizza is the best film this year, and I think that deserves to win. It is by far the best picture. Um, I don't even think Power of the Dog is in my top three. Uh, I think Coda is a better film than um, Power of the Dog. And I would even say possibly either Belfast or King Richard are better as well, but I... I don't know. That's just my opinion. Uh, Power of the Dog didn't blow me away, if I have to be honest. It was a good movie, and I think I could probably watch it again to appreciate it a little bit more. Um, but it didn't blow me away as I thought it might have. Like the other films, really, just kind of did something for me. But what are your thoughts here, Palmer? Oh, I agree. Power of the Dog. I mean, it's probably going to win wasn't my favorite move of the year nor do i think it was the best i was kind of like just like it was like you know entertaining um kind of like felt the i was i'm not gonna lie it was like a it was an entertaining movie i just know i probably wasn't as entertained as other people were by belfast like mm-hmm. the kid in it was adorable great performances i don't know just it wasn't the formula for me that would keep me as you know en- engrossed in the film as mm-hmm. others were able to do so i wasn't blown away by belfast although i did like the soundtrack it was fire <laughs> um, I did, and my, my, my pick that I want to win mm-hmm. Coda is Coda. Coda. Okay. I could see yes. that. I, yes. I, I, I think Coda's the dark horse of I agree. the best pictures. I think, you know, if it's not going to be power of the dog, which I really hope it's not power of the dog, no offense to anyone out <laughs> there who loves that movie. It should be licorice pizza. But if it's not either of those. 
Easy, easy. It, it would, it would. I think it should go to Coda. I think the movie is very, very good. Um, I think it's really, really heartwarming, and I think if you haven't seen it, you really should check it out. Absolutely, it'll just pick you. It'll just pick you up. Like yeah. it's, it's such a good movie. It really gets you into it. Um, like almost immediately. Uh, it's, it's a really, it's a really fun an interesting kind of like back and forth dynamic between uh, the two sides of like uh, the main character's life. Uh, we talked about it on our podcast. You can totally go watch Coda and then go back and listen to our episode on it. And then let us know on social media um, of what you thought about that movie. Um, but I could see it as the dark horse pick of the best pictures. I personally think the licorice pizza was the best film this year and it should win um unfortunately though i do think the academy is probably gonna pick the power of the dog i i think you're right and honestly as i said i have anti-picks and licorice pizza is my anti-pick so i want you to know that <laughs> don't look up is my anti-pick <laughs> if don't look up somehow wins i will literally lose my mind let me look okay who's got a better shot who's got a better shot west side story or don't look up West Side Story is a better shot okay. to win. Okay. Your 50 bucks is riding on the fact that Don't Look Up, uh, you know, can't win or something. I don't know. Or Literally, I said know. this in the past, but I would rather pay $50 and, and like West Side Story have the win than watch Lakers Pizza get the win. I'd rather pay fifty dollars than watch Lakers Pizza. Well, West Side Story and Lakers Pizza are like definitely the front line contenders although coda like i said is is a dark horse pick even if um it's not nominated for like best director i could totally see it kind of winning it would be rare though i don't think this would ever happen for a best picture would would like coda uh would would win without being nominated for best director as well so that would genuinely be a first i don't think that would has ever happened before I think you're right there, bud. Mm-hmm. You know what I was just thinking about? What? What if they pulled a La La Land on either Licorice Pizza or Don't Look Up? Like, you guys won. Come on down. Oh, no. And it wasn't actually that. Oh, no. No, dude. There's no way the Academy's ever going to let that happen again. You hope. You hope. You hope. But, like, there's no way that they would ever let that happen. Um, but I don't know. I was looking at the numbers, and I think during the Titanic years, there were like 40 million people that used to tune into the Academy Awards. I think it's down to like 10 now. So, oh, yeah, nobody like honestly, watches the Oscars anymore. They all think it's yeah. like for various reasons, I guess. They think it's like politicized, or yada, 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 or it's always about movies they never hear of mm-hmm. because people watch things like Marvel, and that's like what they think should win Best Picture. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We do not crap on Marvel. <laughs> oh, I Marvel crap is on incredible. Marvel. How dare you? Theme Although, park bro, movies. Into the Spider Verse was the best movie of 2019. At me. Okay, no, that was Parasite. Although, very good movie was uh, Into the Spider Verse. 2019. Okay, maybe it was 2000. Maybe it was 2018. 2018 <laughs> Into the Spider Verse was the best movie. Of I don't even remember year. what came out in 2018. Was that the year Green, one? Was the Green, Green Book, Book one? one? Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That so was a bad year for movies, so you might be right. It might have been Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse <laughs> was very good. I'm very much looking forward to uh, Into the Spider Verse, the sequel, which is part one 
of a two-part yes. animated series, uh, animated movie. So I am super mu- very much looking forward to that. And I don't even like Marvel movies, so there you go. Yeah. Although it's kind of weird because Oscar Isaac is going to be um, Spider-Man 2099, I think, but he's also Moon Knight. They're doing like a lot of like double like Kelly Steinfeld doing everything, man. He's getting paid, bro. Yeah. Expect it. But uh, yeah, Haley Steinfeld is Spider Gwen in that, and then she's also in in Hawkeye. It's everybody's hopping into the Marvel universe as an actor. Dude, the Marvel universe sucks in actors and actresses and doesn't spit them out for like fifteen years. I am sorry, but there needs to be a talk about the Marvel problem. There is it is a problem. Marvel Are we have a debate. Are we having a debate? Are we no, gonna? That'll be an another episode. One yes, day. yes. Let's have a little uh, a little debate about Marvel. You're gonna have to make. You're gonna have to. Oh, well, I'm gonna have to watch like all the stupid Marvel movies, huh? Yeah, dude. Yeah, you will. There's too many Although of them. I can just. I'm just glad we don't have to debate one thing. That Adam McKay was just killing it this year. Guys, and that don't look up will be best picture 2022. Racking in the, in the awards. This I honestly year. just can't wait for uh, Don't Look Down. From... <laughs> The sequel to Don't, the highly anticipated <laughs> sequel to Don't Look Up, Don't Look Down. <laughs> oh my gosh! I swear that that was a good one, bud. That was a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Oh man, shoot, bud, you got any more any more thoughts on this best picture uh, category? I don't think so. I just hope you know that the movies I want to see win for best picture wins. <laughs> and, and I have to hope it doesn't. But we'll see. As, a, as a PTA fan, I want to see him get his dub. It's up there. Yeah, it's up there. Like Rich Pizza is up there. Is one of his best, in my opinion. But I'm curious to know what other like big PTA heads have to say about Licorice Pizza. I haven't really talked to, like big PTA heads on like their thoughts on Licorice Pizza. Yeah, I'm telling you, if he gets it, it's just because they owed him, not because it was earned. But... <laughs> No, it's okay. It's okay. All right. All right, Palmer. Well, any closing thoughts on uh, the good old whatever this episode? <laughs> Oscar predictions. Oscar predictions 2022. As of next week or this Sunday, we'll be in the Oscars and we'll be having an episode on the, the reactions yes. to the show and the award winners. But uh, we'll be covering Absolutely. that. So stay tuned. Make sure you follow us on wherever you get your podcasts. But Nothing else. We'll wrap it up here and uh, thank everybody so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Charlie Bud. Joined with me, as always, is Jordan Palmer. This has been the What You Got podcast. Make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcasts. I know I said that like literally 10 seconds ago, but now I'm reminding you. And we are we get a show every Monday evening. We have social media. Follow us. Palmer, why don't you let them know where they can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter at WhatYouGotCast, to what you spell W-H-A-T-C-H-A, or on Instagram at WhatYouGotPodcast, which is spelled the same way. And be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, where you get a visual thing for our podcasts. You can watch our faces, even though my camera died for this episode, for like half the episode, so you'll just see a black screen. Those episodes usually come out later. It takes a lot longer to render a YouTube video. So, especially if it's an hour long. Anyways, catch you next Monday, everybody, for our reactions to the Oscars.